What's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Fellas Podcast. Just Lucas and Tyler hanging out with you today. Tyler, how is it going, my man? You're feeling good. It looks like you're feeling good. Man, man, man. It's a good day to be alive because it's Friday. <laughs> yes, it is. It's yes, it is. Happy Friday. <laughs> happy, um, happy Friday to the people. Yeah. Um, I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm excited for what this episode is because the, though we I'm have so two people. We only have two people recording this episode, but we have a third person joining us for what we are going to do. And that third person is none other than Cameron himself. Another top three fella. Another top three fella. So it's 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 Friday. It's a great episode. I can't wait. I'm excited. And we're not even going to beat around the bush for this episode. Normally, we kind of do like a nice, fun little, hey, you know, we're doing great intro. And uh, maybe we'll do some other things before, right? We did the, the head coaching carousel before we got to the divisional round. Or maybe we just made that. But really, the coaching carousel became the, the main portion of the podcast. But we're not going to beat around the bush. We got nothing else scheduled for this episode. But our first way too early Mock draft for the 2022 fantasy football season. Tyler and I will be recording live. Cameron is with us from afar. He is mock drafting with us. I don't know what he's up to. Hopefully he's not getting in trouble for mock drafting. Uh, Cameron, if your wife wants your attention, you should give attention to your wife. Mine is out. (laughs) uh, Mine is out studying hard for her career right now. So uh, I I am, I I am here by myself. Once she returns home, I will, uh, I will return to her, but Cameron is joining us for this mock draft from afar. We will break down his picks as he makes them. We'll try and break down his picks. Um, But Tyler and I will break down our picks for you live. So going into this, it is a 10-team PPR mock draft. Nothing fancy to it. Single quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, tight end, flex, six bench players. No defense or kicker because we don't want to have to give analysis on that. So... Yep, exactly. So no defensive kicker, just positional players. Tyler has the third overall pick. Cameron has the fifth overall pick, and I have the eighth overall pick. And we will be using the Sleeper app where you can do your own mock drafts right now and have computer automations pick the next players as well. So you don't need to sit in a a lobby full of randos at ESPN. They might just bail after the first two rounds anyways. It's like, oh, crap. I didn't get the player I wanted in the first two rounds. This doesn't matter to me anymore. You know what? Sleeper don't care. Sleeper will make their pick anyways, okay? So we love using the Sleeper app for mock draft. Highly recommended. We will be using the Sleeper app for this mock draft as well. Tyler, any not, other thoughts before we just dive on into this? Uh, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Thank not you. A sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a, I feel like I did a nice little word from there, and they are not a sponsor of this podcast. Thanks for <laughs> We need to pull, we need to, we need to talk to our connections and say, Hey, how do we get in touch with sleeper? Because man, oh man, do we do them some good on this we podcast? Do. We, do some, we do this some real good on this podcast, <laughs> especially with these live mock drafts. They're so much fun to record and do live. So 
you know, I'm, I'm tired of talking about it. Let's, let's execute. Let's do it. Yes, sir. The first way too early fantasy football fellas mock draft for the 2022 NFL season. Let's begin. Let's do it. <laughs> Team one, Devontae Adams with the first overall pick. Oh, goodness. Alvin Kamara with pick number two. I'm going to tell you what, this is not how it's going to shake out in real life, folks. This is not how your draft is going to work next year. Because Tyler's sitting at three, and I don't know how much analysis you want to actually give on your pick. <laughs> Part of me wants to say, should we just do this? Should we just, should we just hit a rewind on it? Right. Oh, man. That's I mean, if we really want start. to, I mean, we can, we can, we can swap, but I mean, okay, let's be real. Could there be one person in your league who doesn't want to draft a first round running back and they have the first overall pick and they just want to take the best wide receiver? <laughs> Is that a possibility? Yeah. I think it could be with how many running back injuries we've seen in uh-huh. recent years. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think it'll happen. I still think there's one guy who's going to be the overall number one pick and there's going to be no question about it, but I'll let you take him. It's Jonathan Taylor. It's Jonathan Taylor. Christian He's, McCaffrey went off the board next. Go ahead. Give your, give your now. I'm rusty. I'm rusty on hosting these. Give your, <laughs> give, give me your Jonathan Taylor analysis here. Now, I mean, I'll, I'll keep it short. I mean, he has proven himself to be the number one guy in fantasy for running backs, at least. Um, Cooper Cup had a phenomenal season this past year, but I, I don't know how long he can sustain that. I trust Jonathan Taylor to sustain what he has done so far this year. 100% agree. Team four went with Christian McCaffrey. Cameron went Delvin Cook. I think that's just best option on the board at that point. Don't really disagree with that pick. Team six, Saquon Barkley. Team seven, Tyreek Hill comes to me. I'm looking at two options right now. I'm looking at a guy who's nearing his plateau looking at another guy who's got really fresh legs but doesn't get the same amount of volume that's derrick henry and austin eckler i have derrick henry as my number two running back going into 2022 season but i think austin eckler might surpass him in my rankings austin eckler uh is going Derrick Henry's my pick. I can't go back. I I can't. I can't. The things that Derrick Henry does are inhuman to me. I can't second guess that. Um, Look, I don't care how many touches that man has. And I know he's coming off of injury. He's defied odds at this point. He's defied odds. Uh So I went with Derrick Henry at the 1.8, which honestly I think might be a steal if you can get him there next year. Stefan Diggs, Austin Eckler on the turn, Ezekiel Elliott, Justin Jefferson. Back to me. And now I'm deciding between two players right now. And I, honestly, I don't think I have to think about it too much. I could go running back, running back, but I don't think I want to do that because there's still the number one wide receiver from this past year that's on the board. That is Cooper Cup. If Matthew Stafford is still at the helm for that offense, if Cooper Cup is still his favorite option, I don't think he gets like a 30% target share like he did this year, but I'll tell you what, I still think he's a top five wide receiver next year. Uh, I will take Cooper Cup 
after that went DK Metcalf, Travis Kelsey, Cameron Mann took a guy that I was really tempted to take there as well. DeAndre Swift. Team four took DeAndre Hopkins. Tyler, back to you. And what's going through your head here? Man, the one thing that's going through my head right now is that the upcoming list of wide receivers is a little rough. Uh-huh. Just because on this mock, on this draft board provided by Sleeper, Calvin Ridley, Chris Godwin, Mike Thomas are all are like the next are some of the next wide receivers. So if I pass on a receiver, that's what I got to deal with later. But there's one guy that I'm looking at at running back that isn't named Nick Chubb, that isn't named Joe Mixon. It's Najee Harris. I, I like that pick, honestly, if you go that route. And I'm going with it because I'm now locked down on running back for at least another round or two if I feel so, if I chose. Um, and this worked out perfectly because I'll just transition right into my next pick because I go got the it. next one. Yep. Mixon and Nick Chubb followed after Najee Harris. George Kittle and Aaron Jones then went after. Which brings me back to where I was before. And Jonathan no wide Taylor receivers not, are off the board. No wide receiver was taken. And there's two that I'm looking at. But there's also a running back that I am very, very high on. And for the sake of content, for the sake of spicing it up a little bit. Oh, please tell me you're going to do it. I'm going to go with the running back here. Please, 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 please make it the running back. I hope you make it because I am ready for the Facebook outrage from Cameron if it is. He goes by the name of David Montgomery. Oh, that's not the one I was thinking of, but I think that'll also upset him. Gibson is also an option out there. That's really it. Everyone else after that. Oh, 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 just kidding. I'm not going David Montgomery here. Ooh. I'm going with Mr. Javante Williams. Oh, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Javante with the 3.3. Oh, we are all in on Javante. Look, Javante Williams finishes running back one the one week where he was the workhorse. That should be all you need to know about Javante going into this next season. And if Melvin Gordon's out, oh, give me all the Javante stock next year. All of it. He's my ride or die next year. Wow, that is not the route I expected Cameron to go. Nope, not at all. <laughs> After uh, Tyler took Javante Williams, Team 4 took Patrick Mahomes. Cameron went Debo Samuel, which I can't really blame him for. But that is not the route I expected him to go. No. Then it went Antonio Gibson, C.D. Lamb. Man, there are a lot of really good wide receivers on the board right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Man, frankly, this running back drop off is rough. is really rough. I'm going to take the guy I have as a top twelve running back next year. Um, I'm going to play it safe. I think this offense does take a step forward next year. Uh, they started to figure out a little bit this year. Uh, you miss a little bit of time throughout the course of the year. So this offense just. They never were all on the field at the same time and never got a feel for each other. It took until week 18. Oh, no, not even week 18 because Justin Fields wasn't on the field. 
I'm going to take David Montgomery. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to beef up on running back here while I still can. Uh, and man, I'm maybe I shouldn't have because uh, the four picks after me, Terry <laughs> McLaurin, Keenan Allen, and AJ Brown on the turn, Chris Godwin. And I'll tell you what, three of those guys were who I was looking at for my next pick. But I think there's one guy in particular that's still on the board that you may go. Yeah, please him. Thank you very much. There's actually like four guys that I'm looking at right now. Oh, brother. I'm looking at Cam Akers. I'm looking at Mark Andrews. I'm looking at Josh Allen. I'm looking at Deontay Johnson. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know how long I want. It's a long time till that comes back around to me. And I don't know how long I want to wait for a wide receiver too. Granted, I have arguably the best wide receiver in fantasy football. So I, mm-hmm. maybe I can wait a little bit on that. Yeah. But again, there's just been so many part of me. And because Cameron's not on here, I can say this. I'll let him listen <laughs> back to this. I kind of want to take Cam Akers just to piss him off. Because I already know he's banking on Cam Akers making it all the way back to him. Yep. I, yep. I, if Team 6 or 7 doesn't take Cam Akers, that's who Cameron's going to take. And you know what? Yeah. To prove my point that I'm right, I'm going to take uh, – you know what? I lied. I'm going to take Mike Evans. It's not a guy I mentioned, but he's yeah. missing. He, Chris Godwin is going to be out a good chunk of that, right? So Chris, realistically, Chris Godwin won't be a fourth round pick, um, but he's going to be without Chris Godwin. I realistically, I don't. I, Gronk will come back, but as long as wow, oh, I screwed up. I screwed up. I want a do over. <laughs> I want a do over. Start it over. Start it over. Cameron, we're starting the episode. <laughs> Realistically, I would have taken Jamar Chase there had I realized he was still on the board. Because after me went Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Michael Thomas, and Cameron took Jamar Chase, and I'm upset. I this hat's going across the room. Sleeper, how can you do me dirty like that? How is Jamar Chase all the way down? I think Cameron's been doing mock drafts. This is my honestly, I'm not gonna lie, this is my first mock draft I've done. I've done same year. Yeah. Oh, I would I I would have much rather had Jamar Chase over Mike Evans. That's a mistake. That's a mistake. (laughs) That's why we do mock drafts. That's a mistake. (laughs) I would have taken Jamar Chase. Yeah. So now, after Jamar Chase that Cameron took went Calvin Ridley. Tyler, what are you thinking here? I'm still upset. I need a I need a wide receiver. Yeah. And I even need flying one. off the board. Uh with three straight running backs, I need maybe even just a pass catcher. Mark Andrews is still on the board. Darren Waller's right there. But I'm gonna go with the guy that's probably been the sneakiest volume play a wide receiver this year with hopefully an upgraded quarterback next year. That's Deontay Johnson. I like it. And that's right. That's two Steelers on my team. And Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson. But you know what? I want it. I want all of it. So I after look, De- those, those are, those are great. They're great pieces to have. You want pieces. You, you, you want Deontay Johnson. He's the only wide receiver worth, having confidence in in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I don't care who the quarterback is, right? So after, yeah, sorry, I'm back. I had to let Cameron know he pissed me off. And uh, that, <laughs> uh, 
I pissed myself off by not taking Jamar Chase. Uh, <laughs> after Deontay Johnson went Darren Waller, Cam Akers, and J.K. Dobbins on the turn. Team one. Okay, they do have Devontae Adams. Uh, and then DJ Moore went to team two. Tyler, back to you. Interesting spot here. Interesting huh. spot. So you can use another you can use another wide receiver here, but the names of wide receivers on the board just are not all that appealing whatsoever. Yep. So I have to dig on on sleepers big board here for this one. And I'm glad that I am because of the guy that I am going to take here. Lucas, I'll let you do the honors of explaining who this player is that I'm taking. Because I know you love him just as much as I do. Oh, please. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If he wasn't your pick, he was going to be my Jalen Waddle, the volume king. And if they're hitching their wagon to Tua, you want to know who else they're hitching their wagon to? They're hitching their wagon to Jalen Waddle, too. Because that man is a volume machine. And if they bring in an offensive-minded head coach that can help get this team on the right track, Jalen Waddle is going to be the focal point of that. I'll tell you what, he finishes wide receiver 13 this year in PPR. Uh, I absolutely love that. I love that pick in Jalen Waddle. Seriously, where do you where do you have him ranked? I have him as a top 12 wide receiver next year. As a top 12. Oh, I think I, I have him I have him right on that like 14, 15 cusp. Like I think right I have like, him right at 12, 12 or 13. I have him at. Yeah, very high end wide receiver two, borderline wide receiver one. I'm 100% with you. I am in on the Jalen Waddle hype. Uh, he is on my list of people who I need to get a jersey of. Uh, that's how you know I love them. So uh, Him and Jamar Chase are at the top of that list right now. So Jamar Chase first, though. That's why I'm upset Cameron has Jamar Chase, because Jamar Chase is like – Jamar Chase is my love language. So uh, <laughs> Mark Andrews went after Jalen Waddle. Uh, Cameron took Leonard Fournette, which uh, I like that pick. I like banking on Leonard Fournette next year. And then we have Josh Allen, Julio Jones coming back to me. You know what I'm going to do? Because I still like some of the wide receivers that are on the board uh, at this point, at this point, I should say. Mm-hmm. At this point, I like some of the wide receivers who are still on the board. Uh, I'm going to take one last running back here. Uh, and I'm actually going to take Josh Jacobs here. Uh, I think we saw with Rich Pisaccio, once Bruden got out, Josh Jacobs really took a step forward. Uh, I like the progress we saw him make. Uh, and I think look, he ended up being running back I think he ended up being running back 12 to, to close the year. Uh, he was a top 12 running back. And granted, that was with injuries and everything, but Josh Jacob proved he can be involved in the passing attack. He can be an efficient rusher. And I think now that Gruden's out of there, I like I like the future for Josh Jacobs. So uh, I'm going to beef up on running back there just to be safe. After that, when Kyler Murray, Allen Robinson, and Miles Sanders on the turn right where Miles Sanders belongs, not on any of our teams, uh, Amari Cooper... Then it comes back to me. Uh, I, I can go a lot of different options here. Because there are a lot of quarterback on the boards, quarterbacks on the board right now. Uh, there's also not very many tight ends left. TJ Hawkinson is still sitting there. Could go for him. Honestly, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the guy. I'm gonna make sure I'm not skipping over anybody because last time I did, I skipped <laughs> over Jamar Chase. I don't think there is. There might be one guy, but I don't want to reach down that far. I'm going to take T Higgins here. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Um, 
Bengals offense, right? I still get a piece of this Bengals offense. It's not Jamar Chase, but I do get T. Higgins, who at times looked just as good as Jamar Chase this season. So uh, I want pieces of that Bengals offense, and I will take T. Higgins as my wide receiver three. Justin Herbert, Brandon Ayuk went after me. Cameron took Kyle Pitts ahead of TJ Hawkins in here, which honestly, I can't really blame him because if Calvin Ridley gets traded, Kyle Pitts uh, is going to see more volume. He's going to be the focal point of that offense. And let me tell you, I've been preaching this since we started this podcast. Kyle Pitts was never going to have this colossal year one. He was probably going to have a colossal year two, though. So I like that pick for Cameron there. Team four took Kenny Galladay and Tyler. Who are you looking at here? You just took Deontay Johnson and Jalen Waddle. I need I in this strategy, I'm just going for points. When I say points, that means wide receivers. <laughs> That's true. Oh, in PPR. You, my fault. Not what I meant. I meant quarterbacks, the most guaranteed oh, points sure. out of all position. Sure. And I'm going with the one guy that May have looked like a disappointment this year, but in fantasy football, he uh, rewarded members and players nicely when he played. That man is Lamar Jackson. I think people are gonna gonna count him out next year, just with how injury not how injury not injury prone that's not the right word, but how much he sat out this year with illness and different injury and whatnot. Um, I think people are gonna be willing to overlook Lamar Jackson next year, but for fantasy, he's a stud. He's a yep. stud quarterback for fantasy because he runs the football. He would have had a thousand yards rushing again this year. Uh, Lamar Jackson's a great pick there. Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett, and Dak Prescott on the turn then. Team two took Aaron Rodgers. And Tyler, back to you. And I don't know how, how much really changed for you. I don't know how much decision you still really have to make here. Man, I was, I was hoping that Robert Woods would make it back to me. Sure. But I do need to kind of beef up on receiver so just because I only have two. Yep. And there's just at the top of the board, there's just not that many great options. Later on, there are a couple that are worth looking at. But I think what I'm going to go with here. is actually going to be a tight end. I like it. And I'm going with a tight end that shocks some people this year. Ooh. So, oh, interesting. And I mean it in the worst way possible. Oh, okay. Dude flopped (laughs) (laughs) Dude flopped as hard as possible this past year. But this upcoming year, I'm expecting a big, big, big bounce back from him, especially in an offense where he will step right back in as more than likely the number one passing as a receiving option. I get, yes, there's a Monroe St. Brown. I get that. But I, I think Hawkinson is still going to be that number one guy for Detroit. Unless they draft a receiver high in the, in the NFL draft. But that's my vote, TJ Hawkinson. I can get behind that. Um, I, and, I, and I actually stand by you in that pick. I like that pick a lot. Um, I think he'll be fine next year. He'll be fine. They didn't have Amon Ross St. Brown to close out the year or to start the year. He was still trying to figure it out. So 
Uh, I like Hawkinson. I think he has a great bounce back here next year. Kareem Hunt went after that. Cameron took Travis Etienne, which honestly surprises me. I think he's kind of high on these rookie running backs, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, he can explain that when he comes on the podcast. I don't, I can't, I guess I can't really speak for Travis Etienne much. He's not too high on my board, but Adam Thielen, James Robinson went after that comes to me. I, I I'll be honest. I have zero clue who I want to pick here. Actually, I think that's a lie. I do know who I want. Ooh. There are only three teams without a quarterback right now. Uh, and it is Cameron, myself, and Team 10. Uh, I'm going to wait because I don't think anybody's going to draft two quarterbacks this early. I don't know. Sleeper can do me dirty, though, like they have so far. And they hid Jamar Chase from me first. Um, right. I'm going to beef up on, on wide receiver a little bit. Um, and mostly just because I think this guy has a, the, the potential to score the most points out of all the options on the board right now. And it's Brandon Cooks. I think people are still going to sleep on him next year. Um, he's still going to be a top 20 option next year. And let me tell you, if the Dolph, or if the Texans hire Brian Flores, they bring in Deshaun Watson. Uh, I like his odds. Freaking A. Um, that upsets me. Uh, because <laughs> they, they, took, they took the player that I wanted to take. Um, so Brandon Cooks is my pick. Uh, I think he still has great potential. He's my wide receiver four. That's a great wide receiver for to have. I'm pleased with that. Uh-huh. Uh, Chris Carson, Marquise Brown guy I wanted was Dallas Goddard. I have high, high hopes for Dallas Goddard next year. He went after Marquise Brown on the turn. James Connor. Now back to me. I don't really, there's only one name I really want here. And it's my, this is my running back four, right? Because I have Derrick Henry, David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs. It's my running back four. And I think he fits nicely as a running back four uh, because mm-hmm. he has PPR upside. And I like him in PPR formats because he'll get you four receptions a game. He'll get you about 30 yards a game. He'll add on whatever rushing he gets to, which will probably be about 40 yards. So he'll get you a guaranteed, you know, somewhere between 10 to 12 points every single week. And that's what I want out of my running back four. So I'm going to take Chase Edmonds. Um, still young, still has legs, uh, and James Connors on a one year. So I could totally see them saying, Hey, James, appreciate your service, man. Um, sign, sign big elsewhere. We don't have the, we don't want to sign you. We don't, we don't want to have to spend the money to sign you. We have other things. We have other moves and other desires we need to make. So, uh, I think Chase Edmonds has a real chance to, um, at least maintain his role that he already has. So. Juju Smith-Schuster went after me. Chase Claypool. Cameron went with Devonta Smith, which doesn't surprise me. I was kind of sneaky, hoping he'd make it all the way back to me, but he didn't. Uh, Devonta Smith was his pick. Miles Gaskin afterwards. And Tyler, your pick with the 8.8. I should probably get ahead on receivers because the two teams after me are in the exact same boat that I'm in. One quarterback, one tight end, three running backs, and two receivers. I should get ahead of it, but I'm not. And I'm actually going to finalize my running back group right here with this pick because it's honestly beyond me why he's still on the board at this point. (laughs) I like the pick. I think I know who it is. (laughs) 
man, I can't decide between the two that I'm looking at. But now he, oh no, now he's second guessing. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell. There it is. There it is. Uh, sleeper did doing us dirty and hiding him down there. But then again, we don't know if Elijah Mitchell is going to be the starter. Quarterback. He could I'm going to say that he is after the season that he had. I, I don't think, know how you can't start him over him. And I think, well, I think people are going to be scared about Elijah Mitchell because they're, they're going to say, well, what happened to Raheem Mostert? He had won the job in the playoffs. And then the very next year he got benched. Eh, 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 eh. Did not get benched. He got hurt. He was out the whole year. If Elijah Mitchell stays healthy, he's still going to be the, the lead guy for the Niners. And I, Mostert. I, I like that. Yeah. Mostert's a free agent after this after this year. Mm-hmm. So it's really just Mitchell and Trey Sermon. And I don't think, I think with what Elijah Mitchell has shown so far this year, it, that job ain't being lost anytime soon. Not at all. Not at all. I like that pick. Whoever the San Francisco 49ers running back is, I have them as a top, I believe they're like right around 18 to 15, somewhere in that range for me. So mm-hmm. you may have just gotten a top 20 running back in the eighth round. So I like that. Pick. <laughs> Thank you, sleeper. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. Damian Harris is who I actually thought your pick was. I kind of forgot about Elijah Mitchell. I thought Damian Harris was going to be your pick. Uh, Tyler ah. Boyd, then on the turn, Melvin Gordon, Tyler, back to you with only 30 seconds left to make your pick because we don't worry. Elijah Mitchell a long time. <laughs> Mind has been made up. We have to go with wide receiver pretty much for the rest of the draft. <laughs> yes, that is very true. I'm going with Elijah Moore. I love that pick. Elijah Moore was the, he delivered on the preseason hype eventually halfway through the year. He came through, but when he came through, he came through in a big way. And I think he's kind of established himself as the uh, as a slot guy in this offense with the Jets. And that's kind of the theme I've been running with with my wide receivers, with Deontay Johnson, with Jalen Waddle, and now Elijah Moore. They're all slot guys. So beef up the wide receivers, Elijah Moore. I like it. Uh, Cortland Sutton went after that. Cameron went with Amon Ross St. Brown. I was really hoping he'd make it back to me, but I should have known. Uh, Michael Pittman, Jerry Judy comes back to me. I am not waiting on quarterback any longer because I am terrified. This is where people are going to start taking two quarterbacks here. They're going to start beefing up at quarterback. Uh, and frankly, you know what? If I have the number one wide receiver in fantasy football, I want the guy who is throwing him the football as well. So I can go with a stack. Um, this is really the only time I will probably take Matthew Stafford ahead of Tom Brady and Jalen Hurts um, and maybe even Joe Burrow. But if he's, if he's throwing Cooper Cup the football, I want him on my team. Because you know how many fantasy points that is? A lot. It's a lot of fantasy points. Give me Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford. I want the stack with Cooper Cup. DJ Chark, Russell Wilson, Robbie Anderson, Noah Fant comes back to me. Uh, and there is one guy I have been keeping my eye on here. Uh, haha, I've been doing my own digging, you chumps. Uh, <laughs> you guys have been taking my the, these young guys that I've been keeping my eye on. I missed on Jamar Chase. 
Uh, I ended up missing out. I was kind of eyeing Kyle Pitts too. I was hoping he would make it all the way back to me. Uh, I missed out on so many other people. I missed out on Devonta Smith. I missed out on Elijah Mitchell. I missed out on Elijah Moore. I missed on Amon Ross St. Brown. I will not miss on this guy. Give me Michael Carter running back from the yep, New York Jets. Yep. He I was will not he, miss he, on that talent. He, it was either Elijah Mitchell or Michael Carter. I will not miss on Michael Carter. Mike Gesicki, AJ Dillon, Mike Williams went to Cameron. I kind of like that pick. Uh, Raheem Mostert, Tyler, back to you. At this point in the draft, if you can find a team's wide receiver one, kudos to you that he fell to this, that this specific player would fall to this spot. Right. I'm going Darnell Mooney. I love that pick. I love he will that be, pick. He will be the clear-cut guy in this offense now with Allen Robinson more than likely on his way out. New coach coming in. New rapport. Darnell Mooney season in Chicago. I love it. I love it. I love the Darnell Mooney pick. Uh, I'm really upset because there's a guy that I just missed out on. Uh, not just missed out on, but I'm going to miss out on because I, mean, I know who Cameron's next pick is going to be. Um, but yes, Darnell Mooney for you, Jarvis Landry, Tom Brady, and Ronald Jones on the turn. Joe Burrow, back to you, Tyler. We're going again with another wide receiver. We're bulking up on wide receivers. Which leaves me with the man himself. That's a great pick. That's a great, great pick. Hunter Renfro. I was not expecting that. Wow. (laughs) Oh, okay. Tyler Hook took Hunter Renfro. Sorry. I've been stealing your thunder with some of Cameron's picks. I'm sorry. Um, Hunter Renfro, I like that pick. I was also hoping he would fall back to me, and I should have known he wasn't going to uh, because it is too good to be true. (laughs) So you have Hunter Renfro, Jalen Hurts went after that. Cameron went with Deshaun Watson. Interesting. Uh, Devontae Parker, Tony Pollard. I'm sitting here. I still need a tight end. There are a handful of really good tight ends on the board still, so I'm not all that worried about it. I could use, uh, I don't, I, I shouldn't say I could use another wide receiver, but here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. I'm looking at a guy right now, and he's the opportunity is far too good to pass up on. This man outrushed Saquon Barkley's entire season in five weeks. I'll tell you what, it's going to save Seattle a ton of money to cut Chris Carson and re-sign this guy. Uh, As my running back six, happy, happily, I will take a shot on them re-signing him, Rashad Penny. If I can get a top 20 running back this late, what are you laughing at? Let me guess. You're going running back here again? Uh, I don't know who's still there. (laughs) Who's still there? Maybe. (laughs) I might. (laughs) Try me. Try me. right there. (laughs) He is. I need a wide receiver five, though. (laughs) Cordero. I could, I could run Cordero. I'm not though. I need a tight end. Uh, I'm going to take a guy that I believe in. Um, I think Gronk falls back a little bit next year. I know he's one of the only options, but I think he takes a step back. 
I am like anti Dawson Knox, honestly. I, he doesn't get enough volume for me. He catches touchdowns, but I don't want to. I don't want to trust on a depend on a touchdown dependent tight end. Dalton Schultz, uh, he could. He's been tight end three. I think he could be great again. I don't know if I really want to trust that though. Logan Thomas, I haven't trusted him. That brings me to Pat. Mute. Mute. The Mooth. Yes. I am taking Pat Fryer Mooth here with uh, with uh, my my next pick. That uh, Kirk Cousins follows afterwards, then Cordero Patterson. Cameron went with Trey Lance. I like that pick. Uh, I wish I could have snagged him, but the way this draft fell, I just chose, uh, I didn't feel like that was a good option. So uh, Trey Lance, (laughs) Antonio Brown won't be drafted in your leagues. I can tell you that right now. He is retired. Tyler, (laughs) that comes back to you in the 12th round. I need one more running back to really feel comfortable. I know that I've got four starting running backs, but always having one more is always, it never hurts. And especially when it's a handcuff and it's a handcuff of this magnitude, I'm going Alexander Madison. I need to got to have it. Got to have it. Got to have it. A hundred percent agree. Dawson Knox. Curtis Samuel and Gronk on the turn, followed by David Johnson. Tyler, back to you for your final pick. Our first way too early 2022 fantasy football draft. Going quarterback. And there are a lot of intriguing options. Trevor Lawrence is intriguing. Year two, new head coach, new offense. If Dougie Peterson is a Jacksonville coach, he would be my pick right here, but at the present moment, <laughs> no idea. Uh, Justin Fields is also a nice option just because he may like get that. some mobility next year. Derek Carr has shown a value a little bit this year, but I'm going with the guy. I'm going with a little bit of a stack here, hoping on the upside of a stack. I took Jalen Waddle earlier in the draft. And I'm going with Tua here. If Tua can break through this season, I've got two elite quarterbacks. I can dump one off if I were to make this an official team. But a Jalen Waddle Tua stack is not the worst thing in the world for a backup quarterback. For a backup quarterback, right. I was going to add that caveat there at the end because you already have Lamar Jackson. So I think you can afford to take that shot and Tua becomes expendable at any point during the season then. Yep. Uh, to pick up the hottest free free uh, free agent. So, uh, Will Fuller went after that. Rashad Bateman went to Cameron. Doesn't surprise me one bit. Dalton Schultz, Logan Thomas, back to me. I need a wide receiver. I'm looking at three guys, four guys. There should only be one four guy. Guys. Um, I would disagree, but we can disagree. <laughs> uh, Corey Davis is on the board. Fine. Whatever. Uh-huh. Here's the thing. This is my fifth wide receiver. He's probably going to get dropped anyways if he doesn't perform. Uh, there's Van Jefferson on the board. I like Van Jefferson. He's a nice guy. 
Russell Gage could be the wide receiver one in Atlanta. And like you said, if you can find a wide receiver one for a team this late, you should go get him. I'm looking at Kadarius Tony, oh. electric for the Giants, absolutely electric. And then I'm looking at Gabe Davis. I'm looking at Gabe Davis. That's who I was Top saying should receiver. be the guy. And you know what? Because he's my last wide receiver, I am going to take Gabe Davis. That's what I'm, I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, he might be. He might be a my guy. Like I don't want to foreshadow too far out in advance, but he might be. One of my to the moon guys this year. We may have to change that segment. That was a very trendy <laughs> topic of, uh, at that point. We might need to change that segment. Uh, but Maybe, everybody just, does my guy, right? So I don't, I don't want to call him my guy. But Gabe Davis might be a my guy next year. Mm-hmm. He might be a my guy. Uh, I'll tell you, he probably will be for sure. Jamar Chase. Uh, I love that man to death. But alas, Gabe Davis was my wide receiver five for this team. Uh, insanely hot stretch to end the season. Love, love, love Gabe Davis. Let's list everyone our teams to wrap out this episode. Tyler, with the third overall pick, went Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, Javante Williams, three running backs to start off the the draft. Deontay Johnson, Jalen Waddle, Lamar Jackson, TJ Hawkinson, Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Moore, Darnell Mooney, Hunter Renfro, Alexander Madison, and Tua Tagovailoa to wrap out the draft. Is there any point of the draft that uh, you uh, maybe, I don't want to say regret, but when you look back at your team, is there anything you wish you would have done differently? Ooh. um, Just first thought, just first opinion. Yeah, maybe, maybe waited on a tight end and took a wide receiver instead. Um, just because tight ends are just such a blind, a shot in the dark as to whether they'll hit or not. Um, and just know it and knowing just how many tight ends went late in this draft definitely could have waited. Um, and I could have, you know, cast in on guys like Adam Thielen, Brandon cooks, Hollywood Brown. If I wanted to stack with Lamar. Even Devontae Smith went in the round after. So maybe, maybe should have done that differently. But knowing what I have with my receivers as literally volume guys, I'm content. I love it. I 100% agree. Uh, I, I would not be upset leaving my draft with those three running backs followed by those two wide receivers because you're not going to get a wide receiver like a stud top five wide receiver at that point in the draft. You're just not. And those are two great second options so mm-hmm. uh, i am behind you there cameron with the fifth overall pick i think he's done a few mock drafts he's kind of he knew how to read the board but i think i think we might have bested him second half of the draft uh his first half of the draft dalvin cook deandre swift debo samuel jamar chase he shouldn't have had jamar chase i should have had jamar chase i will re- <laughs> continue to hold that bitterness this entire off season every time we do a mock draft uh he will not hear the end of it nope. uh, <laughs> leonard Fournette. Kyle Pitts, Travis Etienne, Devonta Smith, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Mike Williams, Deshaun Watson, Trey Lance, Rashad Bateman. I'll tell you what, paying on quarterback might wait, might pay off again this year. Because man, if you if you if I walk out of my draft next year with Trey Lance, who I have as a border, who I think I actually have as a top twelve option, 
uh, and Deshaun Watson, who's a top five option when playing, I'm feeling great. On top of the team he already has, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. My team with the eighth overall pick, Derek Henry, Cooper Cup, David Montgomery, Jamar Chase, Mike Evans, Josh <laughs> Jacobs, T. Higgins, Brandon Cooks, Chase Edmonds, Matthew Stafford, Michael Carter, Rashad Penny, Pat Fryermuth, and Gabe Davis. And frankly, looking back at my draft, there's only there's only one thing I do differently. There's two things really, but there's only one that I care about. You mean Jamar Chase? Ta- I, I, I would have taken Jamar Chase over Mike Evans. Oh, I am upset I didn't do that. You will not hear the end of that for me this entire offseason. So. Well, I mean, let's Overall, be honest. Go ahead. Yep. If, if if you took Jamar Chase, Cam would have taken Mike Evans. He would have. I think he would have. I think he would have. I think that's true. He's also very high on Mike Evans, which I can't blame him because he's the only wide receiver in Tampa with Tom Brady throwing in the football next year. So, Overall, definitely had to shake off some rust. But towards the end of the draft, I feel like I feel like I nailed it. Only piece I wish I would have had was Trey Lance, uh, because I am all in on him next year. He's probably he's also a uh, probably a, a my guy for next year. I think I, th- I think I got my two. I got two out of my three already. I think. Oh, we'll see. We'll see as the offseason progresses. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see as the offseason progresses. But if I had to pick two right now, I think those would be my two. Uh, but no, I love it. I got the Matthew Stafford Cooper Cup stack. I love the youth I have at running back. I love the talent I have at running back too. The upside. Oh, wide receivers ain't too bad either. If I have if I have Cooper Cup and uh, and Mike Evans as my two wide receivers, I'm pleased. So mm-hmm. that wraps out this episode, Fantasy Football Fellas podcast. We made that one efficient. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's what happens when we mock draft and it's just exciting and quick and bang, bang, bang. Had to shake off a little bit of rust. Now I want to do about five more mock drafts, but uh, this is the only one we're going to bring you this week. Uh, We'll bring you another one down the road here. We'll we'll keep doing some way too early mock drafts here. Tyler, any final thoughts before we close out the podcast here? Um, No. Enjoy the football this weekend, especially on Sunday, because that'll be some gosh darn good football that will uh, take place. So stay safe, stay healthy. Coming from the guy that just came out of a uh, of a little three round bout. <laughs> um, but yeah, happy Friday again, people. Hope you enjoyed a little mock draft. Special for you. Well, uh, like I said, we'll be doing more of these down the road for sure. Uh, look, you can hit us up on our socials in the meantime, FF fellas on Twitter, the FF fellas on Instagram, fantasy football fellas on Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Tell you think we've since, since, uh, well, I won't give an update on the followers. The people can wait till next week. It's only too yeah. soon to return. <laughs> too soon to return for the people. We're so, we're not about the followers uh, anyway. We're all about good content. Oh, we're all about good content. We're all about great content. I 100 percent agree. That is it for this episode of the Fantasy Football Fellas. Just Tyler and I hanging out. We are well. I guess three Stooges being dudes because Cameron was in on this mock draft. 
doing it live with us just wasn't here to give his analysis for um, circumstances. So really three stooges being dudes. Thanks for tuning into the fans of football. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.